Ladies and gentlemen, whoa, whoa. oh my goodness, that was very loud. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Bruce Nation Productions and Heel Turn Wrestling proudly bring to you its best NASCAR podcast, or not NASCAR podcast, wrestling podcast. See, I did this for so long for Red Flag and it's throwing me off. Wrestling podcast of the world with Loganity, Logan Morris, the Bruiser Nation leader Jason McCarthy and the hottest wheels in podcasting, producing, and everything else. Hot Wheels Travis Napper. How we doing, gentlemen? <sighs> well, I'll I'll start there. Uh, look, I love NASCAR as much as the next guy. I know, so do I. That's why. Uh, but uh, that's all right, brother. That's all right. Uh, we're we're going to give you a redemption next week. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You, you might do it forever now. Who knows? I mean, I'm good with that. But at least, but at least for next week, you got to do it. Okay. Uh, doing very well. Great to be back here. Yes, it's another off the wall Tuesday. Cannot wait to get in everything we got to get into. Don't worry, I'm still guiding this stupid ass train. Just wanted to let him uh, show off his vocals. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, how the hell are you? Are you? Oh man, I'm doing all right. Um, a good recovery there, Travis. Thank Napper. you. Why am I? You got a little jumble there, but you finished it off here. well. Look at this. So we'll count that as a win. I can't wait to hear next week. But I'm doing all right. <laughs> wait, what? I like you back there. It's uh-uh. fun. Honey, I shrunk the Loganity. You look really far away. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I feel like this is like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they shrink down that one kid in the TV. All right. Hey. I don't know. Maybe Travis shouldn't do the the intros. Nothing against Travis, but it, it's now it's all one big kermuffle over here. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Camera's messed up. Intro was all messed up. Let's go, Travis. That's the whole point of this thing, isn't it? Yeah. I guess so. Sounds like a good, good enough plan as any. So, so, Mr. Uh, Mr. 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 Napper, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. So, are you ready to get into this thing? I'm ready to do this thing. All right. So, welcome to another edition of To the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruce Nation Productions on Heel Turn Wrestling. And in the interest of starting anew, I'm going to start giving these suckers episode titles. And today's episode is called Never Say Never. Now, you might have thought, well, that's based off just Taker's Hall of Fame, and you're right. But really, the whole weekend fit that theme, to be honest, because we saw a lot of things we didn't think we'd ever see before or again in some cases. So, let's kick it off. We don't have much time to waste. Let's talk WrestleMania 38 Saturday. I can't believe I'm saying this in 2022, but here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin accepted Kevin Owens' no-hold-bar challenge and defeated him. And uh, raised a whole lot of hell, boys. Stone Cold Steve Austin competed in his first match for the first time in 19 years. 19 years. And he went out there and he worked for over, for over 10 minutes. Somewhere Goldberg was sitting there going, damn it. Damn it. Why can't I do that? Uh Look, I just took a shot at Goldberg, McCarthy. Be proud. Be proud. Oh, I, I, I smiled. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, was it a classic? Absolutely not. But Stone Cold went out there and, and uh, sure, I got you. Sure. Sure. We're fine. 
That's right, McCarty. We throw stuff now. Good. All right. I like enthusiasm. So, Mr. McCarthy, Stone Cold wrestles for the first time in 19 years, defeats Kevin Owens. Um, what'd you think of it? Dude, I thought it was awesome, man. I mean, he's the reason I started watching pro wrestling to begin with. And to see something, because, yeah, you said it wasn't a classic, and it wasn't, but it was classic Stone Cold Steve Austin. In his heyday, that's kind of what he did. Brawled and fought, and there there were no technical masterpieces when you were fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin. You were in a fight, and that's why he got over so well. He made it seem so real. No question about it. Uh, Napper, what are your thoughts on Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling for the first time in 19 years? Was he still talking? Did he cut out on me? No, he was still talking. What did you say, McCarthy? All right, he cut out then. (laughs) He took a vertical suplex on the concrete floor, for God's sakes. After 19 years of not taking a bump ever, he takes a suplex on the concrete. (laughs) If that doesn't scream professional, I don't know what does, which says a lot about what what Steve Austin thinks of Kevin Owens. He wouldn't have done that with just anybody. Uh, you're not kidding because I know he says he doesn't trust anybody, but he trusted Kevin Owens. Then. Owens yeah. He trusted Kevin he trusted Owens in a big way. Big way. Uh, what a what a special, special moment. I moment. Uh, is He is no longer like in my top four or five guys that I sit here and, and mark out for, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was my first favorite wrestler. So it, it was special for me. For me. Uh, he was he was the guy that made me go, boy, this is interesting. This you know this whole sport and uh, and, and, and theater that is is professional wrestling, and so uh, it it meant more than words could describe. I was telling Peyton because she watches when he wrestled his last match 19 years ago against the Rock, I, I ordered that pay-per-view as a, as a youngster. It was, what, 2000, 2002, 2003, whatever it was? 2003. That next night, if you recall, Eric Bischoff fired Stone Cold on Raw because he wasn't medically cleared because they took the the very real story of Stone Cold staying in the hospital the night before and turned it into an angle to fire him. And I cried that night. I, I cried. Uh, I cried. You know, because as a youngster, you don't realize that, wow, Stone Cold's in bad shape. I just thought the evil, awful Eric Bischoff uh, was was the meanest person alive. And so it just, in a weird way, kind of came full circle for me even. Uh, Napper, I know you're over there doing production things, but uh, you got time to share your thoughts on Stone Cold Steve Austin? I absolutely do. I thought it was incredible. Um, you know, I, I, I mark out anytime Stone Cold comes out of the ring. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, we all sit here and especially us three, we've read rumor reports. We read dirt sheets. We read comments, tweets, whatever that says what's supposed to happen at WrestleMania. And so we kind of already have a pre preconceived notion of what's going to happen. But, man, is it still exciting to see it live and in person. Well, at least not in person, but live. I mean, it was incredible. And I, I love the way they did it. I love the setup that they had. You know, he comes out and he says he tricked them. And I was just expecting a match. 
And when the words no holds barred came out of Kevin Owens' mouth, I, my jaw hit the floor, which is always kind of funny to me now that they still do no holds barred matches because there's no holds barred in wrestling, at least in the WWE anymore. Like that used to only make sense when you got rid of like the triangle choke or the choke slam, but they didn't do that. So I don't know why we're still doing technically no holes barred matches, but that being said, this one was a doozy. It was great. I was very impressed with Stone Cold. Uh, God love that man for everything he gave in that match. Like, like McCarthy said, he gave a suplex on concrete or took one and like he put everything out there on the line just on Saturday and then came out again on Sunday, which we'll get into later. But Stone Cold gave everything he could this weekend for wrestling fans and deserves nothing but respect because of it. Because he put, he, he and he did, and he looked great too. Honestly, it looked great. Kevin Owens deserves a lot of credit for that, but it looked great. A lot better than I was honestly expecting. And so it was a cool moment seeing Stone Cold wrestle one last time. I feel bad for it's I feel bad for all the people. What was it? Seattle was his last match before this. Damn. Tom Brady screws Tampa and Stone Cold screws Seattle. Well, well, I don't know that Stone Cold. No, I I know it is screw, but it it was kind of the same thing because Stone Cold last match. Nope. Tom Brady's last touchdown pass? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Because I'm not... Yes, he did wrestle one more match. But I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to look at this like I look at Shawn Michaels. Like Shawn Michaels looks at it. It's kind of a a separate entity. I don't really consider... Like, yes, it's a part of Stone Cold's active career, but it's... It's it's this weird one off, if that makes sense. It's this weird reunion show of the great uh, rock band. What about you? Do you get my point, McCarthy? Like it's kind of it is and it's not. If do you get what I'm trying to say? Because I'm not saying it very well. Say it one more time. I uh, say say what you were gonna say, and then I'll have him ask it again because I had you muted because audio is being a little weird today. Oh, all right, that's fair. So what were you saying as I was talking? Crank him up for me. I don't know. I lost it already. How'd you lose it already? Media professional. There was chaos ensued in my house. That's what I meant. All right. So Logan, ask your question. All right. All right. Uh, Are you like me in the fact that I'm going to look at this kind of separate, like Shawn Michaels looks at Crown Jewel a few years ago? Where it is a match, he did do it, but it's kind of a separate entity from his actual in-ring career. That's kind of how I'm viewing this. What about you, McCarthy? I'm viewing it as part of his regular, you know, ring canon, if you will. I mean, it, it's part of the history of Stone Cold Steve Austin now. And he is, he is. I remembered what I was going to say. You cannot compare Stone Cold Steve Austin to the evil Tom Brady. Stone Cold Steve Austin waited 19 years. Tom Brady, what was it, a month and a half? Come on, man. It's not even the same. Not even close. Who cares? They both tricked us. 
Well, yeah, I guess. That. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They tricked us, damn it. No. Uh, I'm sorry. I do feel bad for associating him with one evil Tom Brady. I don't view Tom Brady as evil anymore. He used to. <sighs> he still looks evil. Yeah. Well, it's just... He looks like he could be a dastardly Bond villain. That's fair. Looks like he could play Bond. He does. That would be interesting. Name's Brady. (laughs) The name is Brady. Tom Brady. (laughs) And uh, that's been Movies with Tula Jernbuckle. We should do that as just like side content. Why not? That'd be hilarious. Patreon action. Just give our opinions on random movies. Yeah. Rambo. Uh, so it finally happened. We finally got the big, uh, the big, the huge, who can't you hear McCarthy? Me? Who? You? Use your words. Good talk. Uh, good, good talk. But it finally happened. Cody Rhodes back in the dough to be. Finally. Uh, he Anybody. was the much-anticipated, highly-speculated <laughs> opponent of Seth Rick and Rollins WrestleMania. And I'll be doggone if that didn't if that didn't take place. Um, there was some, there was a lot of speculation on who it would be over the the final days in the build of WrestleMania. Uh, anyone from Shane McMahon to Goldberg to The Undertaker. Uh, just so many names popped up in that last week or so. But uh, it's uh, stayed the course, and Cody Rhodes back in WWE, back in the big leagues, so to speak, as Seth Rollins calls it. Uh, what a moment that was! It it's tough to it's tough to know. Yeah, yes he yes he does, Ryan. Yes he does. Shut up, Ryan. Shut up, Ryan. Shut up, Travis. Everybody, shut up. Talk about Cody Rhodes. So, Cody Rhodes back in WWE, back in the big leagues with a banger of a match. Uh, by the way, in case you think I'm being a jerk, no, I don't actually think that AEW is not big league. I do. Uh, I, I actually thought that comment was unnecessary, and uh, because it felt it felt like Booker T's, you know, it felt like Booker T and The Rock. Who in the hell are you? I, I did. I felt like that was unnecessary. To be honest with you, uh, it kind of. It cheapens AEW, and you shouldn't do that because they're uh, they are they're 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 not they're not WWE, but they're they're the big legs for God's sake. Um, so what do you think of the match? What do you think of him him being back in WWE? And is he the first of a few that are going to come, or is he the only guy that you see coming for a while? I'm sure a few will come back and forth over the years, don't get me wrong. But do you think Cody Rhodes opens the proverbial floodgates and we get two or three more names? Napper, I'll start with you on that. On that. I think he's going to be the he's first be of the maybe first a handful. A handful. <laughs> I, I don't expect him to really be the, you know, the floodgates aren't going to suddenly open, I don't think. Now, two, three years down the line, we'll see how it goes. But I think for the moment, because you are seeing start, you are starting to see a handful of uh, contracts running out in AEW, and I'm sure that there's going to be at least some of them 
that WWE is going to consider to pick up. Don't think it'll be Marco Stunt. Uh, please no. Uh, he can he can go to Impact or you know GCW and be totally fine. It's fine. But you know guys like Sunny, you know, um, oh god, what's his name? Sunny something. Sunny Kiss. Yes, thank you. Sunny Kiss, I could see as a possibility. Um, you know, there's big talk about MJF possibly being the next guy. Don't know if I buy it, but supposedly he and Tony Khan had heated arguments, so that's definitely one. <clears throat> but as far as this being some big thing of everybody just suddenly, quote-unquote, defecting to WWE, I don't see it. Um, because, you know, Cody's a different, he's a different guy. He... he We've said this before, but he definitely beats to the beat of his own drum, kind of like Jeff Hardy does and went to AEW. Cody beats to his own drum for the most part, and especially with some of the things that have kind of been shown that you know maybe he lost a little bit of what he thought was going to be his role in the company. I I think that kind of soured things a little bit, and then you know he has said in interviews that. He wanted to kind of get back into the wrestling thing. He maybe he kind of found out he didn't want to do the management thing as much and maybe just wants to focus on being a wrestler. Could he have done that in AEW? Probably, but whether or not you believe the promo last night or not, maybe there is some things that he wanted to mend, fix, or I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. Uh. Let's let's go ahead and call it what it is. In my view, and I and I respect Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think that lately I have liked Cody Rhodes more than anyone else on this show in in recent months, especially towards the end of his AEW run, where he was pissing off everybody left and right because he was wanting to be John Cena. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is, though. Cody Rhodes cares more about clout and status than any than anybody else than any of the AEW EVPs. And that's really, frankly, that's really, that's really kind of shitty. If I'm being honest, he cares more about clout, he cares more about status, and more about his next move and, and what he might do uh, in Hollywood or game shows. Um, he literally wanted to be AEW's John Cena, in my opinion. So now he goes to um, John Cena's former full-time home and certainly still his part-time home. Again, a great moment, cool moment. Going to be awesome to see Cody back in WWE. I'm not taking away from anything from Cody's talent. I have, I've touted it for months on this show when everybody was souring on him. But let's call a spade a spade. It was, well, I can't get that big money in AEW. I can't. Yeah, I refuse to turn heel and break the storyline of I can't win the world title, so I'm going to go chase it somewhere else. The problem is for him, and we saw on last night's Raw that that it's all about wanting the wanting the Rhodes family to have that world title in WWE. Uh, that's that's what it's about, right? You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. who gets the who belt gets after the, Roman, but I don't Roman. think it's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. I don't. Is he the guy to beat Cody? Is is Eric Roman? Pardon me. I I just don't see it because no matter what. Subconsciously, Vince holds a grudge, not not greatly, but WCW guys can only go so far. If it turns into a WCW versus WWE storyline, the WWE wins, right? 
in kayfabe, Undertaker beat Goldberg. Triple H, of course, beat Sting when he shouldn't have. But as soon as it feels like WCW versus WWE, the WWE guy wins. Cody Rhodes went to AEW, and unless he got down on his knees and begged for mercy, and I just don't see that because, frankly, frankly, Cody sounds very full of himself in in recent months. Very full of himself, very, very confident. Unless he got down on his knees and begged for mercy, I don't see a world where the throne breaker wins a world title anytime soon. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's the champ by SummerSlam, and I'll be damned. But I I think his best bet, like, I'm not saying he'll never win a world title, but I can't see him being the guy that beats Roman. And overall, in, in terms of his spot and clout, I can't see him being any bigger than Seth Rollins or Kevin Owens. He's not ever going to be Roman Reigns or John Cena or Brock Lesnar. I just don't see that. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, you're one with a very interesting perspective because you may know bones about, you know, AEW is, is, is your is your current love in professional wrestling. So you bring a very interesting perspective here. Uh, what do you make of Cody in recent months? I thought last night's promo was kind of disingenuous until he got to talk about his father. And then what do you make of the match? And then does he ever, ever get that world championship? Is he the guy to beat Roman? Because keep in mind, he's still the de facto guy that went and, I mean, he, you know, he in some ways was kind of, the Hulk Hogan of AEW, uh, does he ever get that that push when he went to the the uh, de facto competition and and really took a lot of shots? What say you, McCarthy? I mean, so I guess we'll we'll start with the match first. That match was sweet. Like it looked like they wrestled each other fifty times. The way they worked together, there was not a there wasn't a single misstep, miss moves. Everything was perfectly timed. And it showed really that uh, Seth and Cody are two of the best wrestlers in the world. When you can walk into the ring and have a match with somebody of, of that caliber that you probably maybe texted a few times back and forth, maybe more recently with both of them having kids or whatever, it, if at all, I didn't know if they ever got close or knew each other that well. But it, it showed how good they are. Because they didn't need weeks to plan this out. They nailed it the first time. And I'm interested to see where it goes. He's not, I I don't see Cody beating Roman. He'll get the title though. I don't think Ben, it's one of those, where's the, where's the money in not giving it to him? Vince knows he moves merch. He knows how big of a star he is. He paid for all of the, for, to use all of the names and everything that Cody has copyrighted over the past six months and three years. So he's getting that title. I don't think he's going to get like held down like a, like an old WCW guy would. I think Vince, it's he's always a businessman, and until the WWE fans get tired of Cody like AEW did, Cody will be just fine. And who knows? They WWE fans might not. And here's the interesting part. In part, when WWE acquired Cody Rhodes, they didn't acquire Cody Rhodes. They didn't acquire Stardust. They acquired the American Nightmare. That's not Vince esque. Usually, especially in cases like this, 
When Vince gets somebody that's from another company, even if it's somebody that used to work with the company, he finds a way to put his own spin on it. They did none of that. I know it's just the first couple days, but I think that's a little bit of a testament to, I think that this is going to be different because they did nothing to change anything about him or his entrance, his music, his look, nothing. They bought the American Nightmare and just said, it ain't broke, let's just throw it out there. Uh, the uh, only person that I ever recall them kind of leaving alone in, in terms of gimmick is Goldberg. Overall, it's the same gimmick as always been. A couple of tweaks, but overall, it's the same thing. There's, yeah. there's a handful. Like Joe, they didn't really mess with. Styles they haven't really necessarily messed with. Soccer mom hair. He had that before he started, though. <laughs> that's his own fault. Of course, he's the skipper. <laughs> that, that's his own fault. I, I feel no sympathy for him. But, like, I mean, you take a guy like Robert Roode. Soon as he comes in, they immediately change. At least a little, like an aspect of his character. So it, it's very telling to me, I think, at least, that not only did we let the American Nightmare continue, we let it be everything that it was in full force on WWE programming. Well, and and as far as like other guys starting to jump ship, I mean, it's only it, it's inevitable. You're, you're gonna go there. It's you're young. You're playing in a family. Like it's one thing for the for the veterans, like the the CM Punks, the Daniel Bryan's, the Chris Jericho's, the Kenny Omegas, to be like, yeah, I'd rather be happy because they've made their money. But people like MJF, yeah, they're making good money, but they're not making they're not making Vince money, and and that could. That seems to be what the issue was with Cody. If I'm sure he probably wouldn't have left if Tony would have paid him what he wanted, but Tony doesn't have Vince pockets. No matter how many jokes we might make about how rich the cons are, Tony doesn't hold as much money as his dad does. And I've told you before, I don't I don't think Papa Khan just hands Tony Khan money. That man has to do a lot to earn the money he has. And say what you want. Like, I know there's going to be fans like, oh, WWE's killing the business still and stuff like that. To me, I, I'm sure there are still wrestlers out there, even in AEW, that if they got that opportunity and they got that call, they'll take it because it's still a it's still a dream job, probably to some, to at least want to go there and knock that off the checklist. And And one thing I think Seth did, in this feud was make a match at WrestleMania feel important again. Like John Cena kind of did with the undertaker, but then, you know, Seth Rollins comes around and he does it again. And now matches matter. Same with Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. Like they're making, they are really starting to put an emphasis on these matches again, which is so important for WrestleMania that, you can't really count the pandemic after pandemic semi WrestleManias. But when you factor in 
all the other ones in the past for the, like the past five or 10 years, they didn't really make a match just feel important just because. I mean, yeah, when the title's on the line and, you know, John Cena's won the Royal Rumble or what have you, what have you, whatever storyline they have going, the titles are always so important, but we don't get what we got from Seth very often and Kevin Owens to emphasize not only fighting a dude, but at WrestleMania and how important that is to them. That's enough for guys in AEW when the contract is up mm-hmm. to go somewhere else if they are sought after by Vince. And it, it say what you want, you're almost dumb if you don't. I mean, that sets your kids up if you go work for Vince for five, ten years and you use your money wisely. You're good to go. And then you can always go back. You just don't burn bridges. Well, uh, I don't, I got to tell you, one guy I don't think that works in WWE, and if he goes, it's, it's a huge mistake, is MJF. That character won't work in a PG environment. environment. It, he Think about all the things that Stone Cold Steve Austin did back then. and You can't do it now. I mean, they get on him about throwing out the middle finger now. Yeah. Uh, it, it's... Because it's it's a whole different company in terms of the brand they 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 want to appeal to. MJF would be a moron to go to WWE. I don't care unless unless they offer him literally literally more than Brock Lesnar. I wouldn't go. You're you're it isn't. I don't. It's not about a creative thing. It's about the way the company is. The the way the company is and what they're what they're branded towards nowadays, they can't deal with that. They can't. There would be nothing close to the MJF we currently recognize. All right, uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Ronda Rousey to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Not going to get so much into the match. It was okay. It was fine. It was nothing wrong. Did the right woman win, Napper? I think so. I do. Um, even though I, I know there was a lot of people that were like especially with some of these matches, like, why are we doing this? Why are we not doing this now? And cause it's probably going to happen at backlash. Why are we not just making the turn now instead of a couple months down the road? I think in this case, even though the storyline I thought was probably one of the better ones that they had leading up to mania, like they actually put a lot of into the build. I think that there, there's still so much more to this feud that it's okay to let it breathe a little bit and continue beyond mania, even though mania usually is like that stop gap to where every storyline is supposed to end. We've seen it with WWE. That's not the case anymore. And so I think it's okay that they let this continue on. I'm sure it will continue on maybe at least until WrestleMania backlash and then Rousey wins. But yeah, I, I think it's okay. The way they did it, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> it was still a hell of a match, but yeah, I think the right woman won. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I just think that the, the way the story was, and I, you know I'm a much bigger Charlotte Flair fan than I am Ronda by, by any day of the week. But I just thought, given the story that we're trying to tell, uh, I, I just Charlotte needs to be out of the title picture for a minute. Uh, it's fair. I'm not saying she even needs to go home and take care of Rick like we speculated last week. I'm just saying out of the title picture. Go form a tag team. Go do something. Something a little different until SummerSlam. Has she won? Yeah, she won the belt, didn't she? She won yeah. them last year. 
So, so just something a little different. Maybe you can go back down to NXT and and do some things there. I wish you would. Get, get I some, really get some do. Buzz there. I just think it's time for a switcheroo. So that's why I was kind of hoping. You know, I know that they were going to face again a backlash. Makes sense. The WrestleMania WrestleMania's in the damn name for some reason. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, did the right woman win this match? I I think so. I I don't think Rousey's the one to beat Charlotte anyway. Do I agree that Charlotte needs to like not be in the title picture for a while? Yes, yes, I do. But I just don't. I don't see Ronda as the champion right now. It's because SmackDown's champions, as far as the men and women heavyweight champions cannot be touched on the microphone right now. And you're going to take that away and give it to Ronda Rousey. Like she has shown she can't cut a promo. SmackDown is very story driven compared to what raw kind of just seems pieced together sometimes, but like SmackDown, you know, those heels, they're out there telling stories. the hell hell so i don't know i don't think the right woman won what say you bucker brigade comment below let us know did was charlotte the right person to get this person to get this or should they put the belt on ronda Uh, charlotte is better than ronda will ever be as far as wrestling goes i just think for the sake of the story because i think she's going to get the belt anyway because she's ronda rosie and she used to be a big deal um I just think it was the wrong call for now, even though I much more I was so pleasantly surprised my jaw went. By the way, McCarthy, how did we do on WrestleMania predictions? Who got more right? Who who did who did what? You pull that up for a second. And let us know. You pull that up, let us know. All right, I'll, I'll keep uh, moving it along here. The Miz and Logan Paul defeated the Mysterios, and then Miz said Logan Paul, I don't want to play with you anymore. Anymore. He looked like he looked, a man with a new son yeah, after six weeks. Sorry, Cody. Um, and he said, I don't want to play with you anymore. And he hits a skull crushing finale on Logan Paul. I don't know why. I uh, thought it was an okay match. Got to give credit to Logan Paul. Really impressed me. Logan Paul, from a personality standpoint, always seems like a bit of a jerk. But... Bad Bunny has really upped the standard of what celebrities do in WWE. And yet you can tell it rubbed off on Logan Paul. You can tell it rubs off on Pat McAfee. And really, 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 and frankly, you can tell it rubbed off on Johnny Knoxville. It's a boot. And wasn't Pat first? Uh, if you, like, well, not at Mania. Like, I, I know that. But I swear he had his match first. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't know if he did or not. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, how we doing? How we doing? Hold on. Just double checking. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, again, let again. us know. Did you think the right woman won? But, and what do you think of Logan Paul's performance? performance. Thoughts on this match, Mr. Napper? I had the same thoughts as you. I was very impressed with Logan Paul. thought he did a very good job. Again, that that bar has been raised for celebrities coming into these matches. And, you know, at the same time, credit a lot to these celebrities, too. Whether you like them or not, and I can understand that, and 
definitely in the case of Logan Paul. Good Lord. But at the same time, I, I have to tip my cap to a lot of these celebrities. And Pat Pat's a little bit of a different animal because he's part of the team now, basically. He's the commentator and everything. But even whenever he had his match, we, we tipped the cap to him as well. But I had to tip my cap to a lot of these celebrities that have come in lately because they've all stepped up. They have all put in the work, and it shows. They've all took it very seriously. They've And they're even attempting crazy things. We'll get into the Pat McAfee match and some of the damnedest things I saw him do. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I really loved his second thought at that point. <laughs> I did, I did. We'll give I it. was right! <laughs> I was right! <laughs> yes, he was. He was He was very right. For weeks I was told I'm a fool! <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into that. But again, I have to tip my cap because they've done very well. Supposedly, the reason that Miz turned on Logan Paul is they told Logan Paul that he was going to end the show or end the match as a babyface. I don't know why. Maybe they've got something else planned for him. But supposedly, if you believe rumors, that's why Miz turned on him. I don't know if that means they're going to have a feud down the line at maybe Backlash and they needed him to turn babyface. I don't know. Yeah, Logan Paul's a babyface is like me as a triathlon winner. Uh, it just uh, doesn't work. It it, it doesn't work. He's made He's hated. Hated. I'm not saying we can't enjoy him and like him as a heel. Oh, and we definitely did. That's the other thing I forgot to even touch on. You did a three amigos in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania in yeah. front of that crowd. Crowd. The Balls on that man, that man, and then he did the shimmy. I was like, mm, against Rey Mysterio. Yep. I pray yep. to God that Ray signed off on that. On that. Oh my goodness. My jaw hit the it floor was on that. Ray's idea. It probably was. I, but I, I, I get nervous sometimes with those things that maybe they didn't clear it with the wrestlers, and maybe that's why he turned heel, or turned baby face. Because Miz is like, all right, you're going to do that. Screw you. Look, I hope it, I hope it I hope it. You want to know why? It's got big balls. <laughs> big, big. That, that, that's, that's definitely one of those things where it's like you need big cojones for that. All right. Uh, Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch to win the Royal Women's Championship. Seemed like the most obvious outcome. The problem is I'm tired of both of them. Like, and I... Uh, I I love Becky Lynch. You know, I was glad to see the man in Ohio at Extreme Rules. Even got myself a T-shirt. Uh, but I'm I, I'm tired of both of them in this spot. And so, because Bianca only had about two months where she wasn't in that spot, and then they slowly built her back up. Yeah. And when I say slowly, I mean ascended quickly. Um, boy, does the women's division need some fresh blood or what? It's almost as if they need some people to return. Hmm. I got three right now. I do too. I got three right now. They could have had them all come out last night. Anybody got any thoughts on this match before we keep moving along? Anything at all? Anything to stick out to you? It wasn't bad at all. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't a, wasn't a pooper, but. I forget. How the hell did the Shiner happen? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I assume. Like. 
That that I, surprised me. I assume that Becky Lynch said, "Look, Nia Jax gave this to me, and I'm going to give it to you." Uh, uh, gift, if you will. You will. McCarthy, any thoughts on this championship match before we move it along? No, not. I mean, it was one of the best matches of the weekend, and you know, you were right. The the expected winner won, but we need new women to step up and get involved in these storylines. And I don't know. And they're having so many of these multi women tag team championship matches. It's like Rhea Ripley could be wrestling for the world title right now instead of going after the tag team championships. Like it just doesn't make sense. If you believe rumors, she's going to be very busy very soon. Well, and she's obviously turning heel next week. Yeah. Like if she's not turning heel next week, then I don't know what the hell I'd do. Supposedly she's the next member of the Edge faction. She doesn't really need that though. Neither does Damien Priest, but they're doing it anyway. You got eaten alive. Of course it's the most smart crowd of the year. The year. Well, See, the real Monday Night Raw returns next week where the, the crowd goes, Yay! 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 That's where we can start to judge Cody Rhodes. Start to judge Judge Priest. Because this is the most smart weekend of the year. It is. It's the most IWC informed, cool opinions of the year. You don't believe me? I promise you, and I know we all have our different opinions on this, man. I promise you, Hulk Hogan doesn't get universally booed in a non in Dallas any other week because it's not a Dallas crowd. Dallas, Texas, you think Hogan's traditionally going to get booed like he did last night? My ass cheeks. You don't know enough about the demographics of this country because most of it's not Dallas. In certain areas of the South, Hulk Hogan could poop on the floor and they'd pick it up and you know, sell it on eBay. Am I wrong, McCarthy? No. Exactly. <laughs> I said this is a smart bug crowd because like Hulk Hogan's a baby face. Bunch of smart bark IWC cancellation mother lovers. All right. That's my rant. The Usos defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boos. Awful in terms of what happened to Rick Boos. Taurus quad. We know how hard that is to come back from. I wonder if it changed the whole outcome of this match. I, I wonder that. Oh, it definitely did. I don't know. I don't, do you think the Shinsuke and Boos going to win? Huh? Do you think the Shinsuke and Boos going to win before that? Yes, absolutely. Um, and even if they weren't, like that match probably still had at least five, ten minutes that it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, just awful news. We send our best wishes to Rick Boogs, and I hope that Chinsuke still gets used. Yeah, I that too. might be who the word is for because Shinsuke is one of those guys one, like Ricochet like and Ricochet could hit the line of wood. Uh, but said that, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting Ricochet. He's just not my thing. Uh, I just worry how much they're going to use Shinsuke now because Boogs has become kind of the appeal that because it's in Vince's stupid box. Vince likes stupid things. It's really stupid to have Rick Boogs go out there and yell his name as hard as you can. And it's really stupid to have Pat McAfee get up on the table and go eight every single week to the same line. But 
because Vince thinks it's funny and stupid, Shinsuke's on TV. Now we lose the quote-unquote stupid part. He might be in, enjoy that catering, pal. Just brought that in from across the street. I am I know, but I guarantee you the Vince saw the first time went, that's good shit. And, and, goes, and goes, we're doing it every week. We're doing it every week. All right. What say you, Mr. McCarthy? Do you worry about what this means for Shinsuke's uh, immediate TV future now that Rick Boogs is, uh, I'm going to presume, out of the TV picture because of his torn quad? I guess he could still appear, but what do you think? I, I think it might. Because like you said, he really wasn't used and featured a lot until Rick Boogs came around, and it, it sucks for Rick Boogs to get to tear a quad like that. And hopefully he comes back as good, if not better, than before. But I think that it really puts a damper on Shinsuke right now. I mean, he's not the Intercontinental Champion or anything. And now he can't go for the tag titles because his tag team partner's hurt. Where where does he fit on SmackDown? He's going to get lost in the shuffle real quick. Again, maybe he's a guy that could go down to NXT and, and be treated as a huge deal down there for a little while. Wow. Uh, but I, but that's too creative for most of WWE to even consider so, so, we'll see what happens. Drew McIntyre defeated Happy Corbin. I mean, Drew McIntyre tried to make chicken salad out of this chicken shit, and it was okay. Like, but I think the I think the two combatants are the best they go with this crappy. Uh, I get you know I I you know me I'm a big believer in Drew McIntyre. I think he ought to be like Cameron Grimes to the moon. And, and he has been for the most part, but I have screamed since January when it became obvious this is what we're going for. He deserved better. And I, I still think he does, but at least he was on the card, didn't have his match cut. So, yeah, it's moved. Right. You know. You know. Uh, he's Drew McIntyre, the guy to beat Roman Reigns. Hey. Um... Probably. And honestly, that's a... Uh, I know we'll get into it, but it's a big if because I don't know if anybody's going to have to beat Roman. Well, we're, we're about to talk about that in a very short amount of time. Any thoughts on Drew McIntyre <laughs> defeating Happy Corbin McCarthy before we go to WrestleMania Sunday? <laughs> Not really. The sword spot at the end was cool, though. Scared I wonder if that was Drew or his idea. Because yeah, it is it, Vince's sword, so I'm wondering, did Vince think it would look really cool? Yeah, is it yeah, really Vince's sword? Cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that was cool. Up, when they were coming up with ideas to do for to Drew's Drew. babyface character, Vince grabbed his sword. Uh, Drew said, "On uh, you know, because he does those Drew and A things." He said that Vince grabbed his sword, started playing with it, and goes, "What if he used this?" Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Well, sure. Put it in there, pal. You guys literally yeah. spinning us sword around while we're, while we're pitching ideas for what to do with this baby face character. What yep. if you use this? Come up with a name or something. something. And that's where that comes from. Yes, it belongs to Mr. Benjamin's office. office. That's why they're... I actually didn't know that. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just spinning around. It was just coming with ideas. Just... I'm just picturing a billionaire Vincent Man just, <laughs> just spinning around. <laughs> Said he was swiveling and... What if you use this? Just playing around with your sword. You know, actual sword. 
All right. <clears throat> yeah, it's Vince's sword because Vince is weird, like the big dinosaur thing he's got on his wall. <laughs> well, yeah, he was he was around. Well, he was the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. That's that's what it is. That's one of the he's fired. Yeah. Here's what happens. Here's what he's been told. Drinks the drinks the children. children. So he's about he's to for a new he's, he's he's Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. He just he just he just can't. Just can't. He's still looking jacked though. By the way, jeez. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about it. We will. Universal Champion Roman Reigns defeated WWE Champion Brock Lesnar to become the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. That's the best we could come up with for our unification. We didn't come up with the big new belts. We just said, "Hey, double strap them, pal." <laughs> Um, um, I gotta tell you, like this match delivered in terms of the big fight feel, but in terms of the quality of what I thought it would be, I thought it underperformed. I expected it to go longer, and maybe that was due to Roman potentially getting hurt. We're about to talk about that. I expected it to go longer. It was a good match. Nothing wrong with it. It was. It had a big. I mean, everybody was hot for it. We were in the chat. Everybody was in Dallas. I thought the wrong guy won because who the hell beats him now? We are in Hogan territory. You know how long Hogan had that belt? We were in this territory four years. I can't do four years of this. My mental health won't take it. Because unlike the rest of you, one heel turn does not please me. All right. Let me explain something to you. Okay. The Salisbury Steaks at Banquet provide, that's not Salisbury Steak. Y'all, yeah, yeah, Y'all, yeah, yeah. Banquets, that's not it. I don't know what it is, but it ain't Salisbury Steak. steak. And that's what Roman Reigns is to me. I hate that guy. And just because, oh, he turned it, if you turn, I'm going to, no, I don't go along with your stupid fads. All right, if I just said I don't like somebody, I don't like them. I don't like them. That's how it works. Want to know why? Because I'm consistent. I'm consistently consistent. Oh my! Sucks. He's a bootleg John Cena with less talent, and John's not all that talented, so it says a lot. Damn! Now he's ragging on Cena. He made fun of Goldberg and Cena in one episode. This is this is one for the ages right here. Uh, right. Uh, am, are you sure you're Logan Morris? Do I, I am, do? I I am, what happens? All right, Mister McCarthy, I've got to take a second. So tell me, did the right guy win? If you say yes, you better prove your point because I think you're wrong. Wow, that's egregious. No, I think the right guy did win. Per se, I guess, because you're not wrong that now who's going to beat him? Because even if even if The Rock is booked next year for WrestleMania versus Roman Reigns, The Rock can't beat him. The Rock's a movie star. He cannot be champion. So now we're going to, what, three years, four years? They have no one set up right now. Not even Drew is truly set up to beat Roman Reigns. I mean, he could, and we'd all buy it. Like, you could suspend disbelief if Drew McIntyre got a title shot and beat Roman Reigns, but he's not even been booked held to where the Intercontinental Championship is. Nothing against him and Corbin because they can go. They always had good matches during this terrible storyline, but they're both mid-carters right now. 
and they shouldn't be. Corbin could have some bangers with Roman. It's not the way it should go. Do you know the way? Yes, I know the way they screwed it up. I gave them Google Maps. There it is. Just follow your phone. Brock Lesnar is the greatest athlete on this planet, bar none. Bar none. He was the last cut of the Minnesota Vikings three weeks after a motorcycle accident, and he tore his groin. He was the last cut. He nearly made the team with a torn groin. He hid it from people. And he didn't he do combine numbers in the Olympic qualifying time? Qualifying time. He's the greatest athlete that's ever walked foot on this planet. And more importantly, where did you go from here? Our friend Alex says Cody Rhodes can beat him. Huh. Cody Rhodes can beat him. No. Okay, so I'm going to say this with all with all due respect. All due respect. Cody Rhodes couldn't beat Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho has never been booked on the level that Roman Reigns is booked right now. Exactly. You really think Cody Rhodes could beat Roman Reigns right now? It's eight, six, eight months down the road, maybe? Exactly. Right now? And, and he and, lost that race to the fast food line to Chris Jericho. Couldn't believe it. There they were. Anywho, I don't know what we're doing. Here's, But here's the conundrum. Here's where we go, what is going on? <laughs> I appreciate your comments, Alex and Ryan. Ryan, Ryan says, uh, Seth can beat Reigns. He's the only one Roman hasn't beat. Even at the Rumble, Reigns got himself disqualified. The problem is he just lost to Cody Rhodes. Now, granted, you can go, well, I wasn't prepared for that match. That's that's the old classic, right? I wasn't prepared. Uh, Except they just shook hands in the middle of the ring and didn't do any of that. (laughs) Next week, they're going to cross streams live on Raw. Anywho, here's the conundrum of it all. Brock Lesnar's currently advertised for WrestleMania Backlash. I checked the WWE site as soon as he took the L. Then I checked it again at 4 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. So, why? Because of care. That's why. You can't come on here and do this show if you ain't prepared. I'm prepared. So, I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do. Ryan, I won't acknowledge a damn thing. I, I will acknowledge him never until he does something to impress me. And currently, having urinals as teeth doesn't impress me. Joel Osteen, Gary Busey, and George Thurgood got him beat. It's fine. Google them all if you don't know. So that doesn't impress me. Urinal teeth. Get obvious dental work done when it's time off. Nothing impresses me. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy's losing his shit. Look, I'm just saying. Called it urinal teeth. That's the best ever. And now the urinal teeth. 
And I feel like that's what Roman's smile is clearly molded after one of the three. <laughs> because he said he couldn't believe you called it urinal teeth and now he can't unsee it. That's it. That's it. John Cena called him bars of soap, but I'll raise him one, brother. It's urinals. It's good, clean urinals at a five star restaurant. You ever been in a five star? <laughs> I can't say that I really have. Well, those but- pictures are clean. You got ice down there and stuff. So, anywho. I don't know who the guy that, is. That's definitely getting clipped. I don't know who the guy is to beat Roman because we're we're out of people. And then we come up on roll with five minutes to go, and you'll find out the next step on SmackDown. Now, do you think that's because Roman may be hurt and they're testing? I'll start with you, McCarthy, just to tease Napper. No, I don't. So he's probably hurt. But he's not injured. He'll be fine. I don't think he's going to miss any time. So I tried to pick, um, unless Brock held on too hard, I can't see anywhere where it popped out of socket. It, it might have could because Brock held on too hard. But I watched it again when the pictures came out because I was like, when did that even happen? So I'm really paying attention. Like And, and Roman's... Um, <laughs> I believe it was the left arm. That thing was red on the side early and he was using it just fine. So I don't know if it was just Brock held on too tight and he popped it back in because he was clearly hurt, hurting because he struggled that that first time to lift that championship with it. He had to fight through that pain to lift that title all the way up above his head. The second time down the entrance way, he didn't struggle as much. So he definitely did something, but I don't think it's anything serious. I'm having to fight through this 600 day title reign. That's what I'm having to do. Do you think the Roman is hurt and they're waiting on test? I do. I, I, I think, I, I don't know if he popped it out of socket. I, I know he definitely said it's out. So clearly something happened there. They made mention that he popped it back in during the, you know, during the celebration. I think he tore something though. It, I, I've seen a couple people say that by the looks of it, that it looks like he tore something. Just some of the pictures that they've, they've taken and they've slowed down. It looks like maybe he tore something. I don't know. It, it seems odd though that something's not wrong. If nothing is wrong and he's not at least somewhat hurt to where he's going to have to take some time off, it's very odd because, again, like you said, they had five minutes and basically said, find out next week on Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, it's like, it's like there's old Dragon what? Ball Z back in the day. <laughs> find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Hey, Frank Wilson, call me. <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. It, it's so weird. I, I do think part of it maybe could be the surprise factor because as we kind of touched on before, I think it was all before the show started, you and I at least, like the entire Monday Night Raw seemed very underwhelming. It didn't seem like there were a lot of surprises that they could pull. There's definitely some surprises they can Give us because Bailey should be fine by now. Yep. Oscar should be fine by now. Yep. And, and Alexa Bliss was back for two weeks. 
Right. So there, at least in the women's division, there's definitely no shortage of surprises. I do wonder if they're looking to make Friday become that big splash now because of Fox. It, And that's where I think maybe we get the big surprise of who the next opponent is for Roman. Well, because when they had five minutes out, I thought, okay, big return coming. That's what I thought. I thought, frankly, I started to think, did they get Dwayne to pop in for five seconds to set up the match for next year? I I still thought my surprise was going to pop up. Who were you thinking? I'm thinking Bray. Yeah, that could. I'd be fine with that. Hey, man, I would be. Our man Stern could be lit. Uh, Alex says Raw sucked. I don't know if it sucked. I don't think it, it sucked. It sucked if you compare it to past WrestleMania, Raw after WrestleMania. So I, I agree with that. But on a, but if that was if that was awful, I would take that every week. Week. Unfortunately, we've all seen a lot worse, and we will. WrestleMania season's over. It's time for the creative off season. Out to lunch goes Bruce. Anywho, there's something to wrestle with. Um. So to me, I thought big return. I thought maybe Rock. I thought, well, Taker did say never say never, and he, he's eaten alive by the fact that it was a bad match at WrestleMania 33 because he wanted to give him that shiny moment. I mean, he was still talking about it in media for the Hall of Fame. So I thought those two entered my mind. I did have a, a fleeting thought of Bray Wyatt. Like, not even Brock showed up. Like, that's weird in itself. Like, yeah, sometimes he's not booked for Mania or Raw afters. But if he's being booked for WrestleMania Backlash, yeah. you would be thinking that maybe at least you'll get a Brock sighting even. We didn't even get that. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, do you think we get Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania Backlash? He was currently advertised when I checked at 4 a.m. like yesterday. yesterday. As of right now, I don't see why not. I mean, it's Brock. He might wait to show up on until SmackDown. I don't. Who knows? But if he's, I don't see him all of a sudden not doing it. You don't book Brock Lesnar for things and then, oh no, we're not going to do that. Well, like I told you off the air, even whenever it, what was it, Survivor Series that they were booked to face off against each other, or was that um, day one? Day one. Day one. That's right. They were booked to face off against each other in day one. Holman can't make it. What do they do? They still put Brock on the show. That's a little harder to do in this case because the titles are unified. I'm sure they'll find a way. I don't think they'll be unified long because neither network wants neither network wants that. And networks mean a lot. How long do you think the, uni- the, the titles are unified for McCarthy? I don't think it'll be very long. Oh, I think they just make a new one. I do too. Hell yeah. They did last Big Dorito, pal. I think they bring back one of the old ones. Give me the big gold belt, please, please. I'm begging you, Vince. I'm begging you. Even if he adjusts it a little bit, just bring back the design, for God's sake. The big gold, beautiful bastard. God, it's my favorite championship. Uh, I just, we'll see. Because they can now. I mean, it's called the WWE Universal Championship. Yeah, but we can bring back the, the World, World Heavyweight right. Championship. Right. And by God. All right, I'm getting too right, excited. 
Uh, Ryan says, I think Brock is gone for a bit. I don't think he'll be at WrestleMania back last year. He already went back home to Canada. He has a private jet. He can do it. He has a private has jet. A- they send it to him. It's fine. Ryan, stop pissing me off. Yeah, that's McCarthy's job. No, what? Oh, no, Ryan, do me a favor right now. Right now, Ryan, do me a favor. Go to the ticket section on WWE.com. Go to WrestleMania Backlash. It's May 8th. It's Mother's Day. I'll have you know. And go check out the featured superstars on that website. Type it back. And if you don't, you will pay. And I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee. I don't know. It might have been updated. Tell me if Brock Lesnar's not the first face you see that big country ass kicking grizzly some bitch. I'm sure mothers want Brock Lesnar to be at WrestleMania Backlash. I would imagine that Brock Lesnar's mother doesn't want him to be at WrestleMania Backlash. No, but the other mothers do. So go check thy website. Thy website? Yeah, go check check it right now for me. Right here, Ryan, because I'm busy. I'm doing a show. Do it. Come on now. Do it. If not, if not, McCarthy's going to... Take your NASCAR privileges away. Um, okay, we got to we got to move it along. But Ryan, I along, want you to I want you to go ahead and check the site for me. I will check the comments. Uh, he says card subject to change is what I see. LOL. That's not funny. Quit lying. So, quit lying. All right, Jesus is still watching. Okay, I know because I go home and repent after Tuesdays. All right. Pat McAfee defeated Austin Theory, but then he lost to Mr. McMahon. Afterwards, Stone Cold Steve Austin popped in again and stunned all three of one of the best stunners in all time to Austin Theory, one of the worst of all time to Vince McMahon. Uh, so, so it was really, uh, it was really God gave with three hands there. All right, so Pat defeated Austin Theory, but then he challenged uh, Mr. McMahon to what he called a two-piece. And as you know, Vince doesn't like fast food. So, what do you think of all this? I was right. At 76 years old, Vince undid the dress shirt, revealed the guns, and got back in there for a few moments. Uh, and, and won a match at WrestleMania at his creation. I believe that's the first win at WrestleMania for Vince McMahon. I believe he's now 1-4 in four at WrestleMania. So next year, he'll be looking to get back in the playoff race. Mr. McCarthy, I was correct. Vincent Kennedy McMahon got back in there, guns and all. Boy, he's still jacked, isn't he? What do you think? Yeah, no, he's jacked as hell. Like, there's no reason a 77-year-old should be that jacked, but he is. It's wild. Like, if it wasn't for, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or mean. This happens as you age. If it wasn't for, like, the skin on his face kind of sagging from age you wouldn't have known how old vince mcmahon is like you can see how old he is in his face you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to talk smack oh, about it's vince that, look, again he needs like, more children blood i get it yeah <laughs> you you can see it in his face but you you just look at his arms you take the head away and dear god he could be like 34 it's ridiculous as far as the match goes hats off to pat mcafee again showing that he does take this very, very seriously. Austin Theory, those two meshed perfectly well together. And I think this was like a perfect combination of like the way wrestling is now 
and the attitude era. It was the perfect like spring. We got just enough. Like we got a straight up good wrestling match. And then we got attitude era crazy with stone cold, Steve Austin and Vince McMahon and everything else. So the whole segment worked from, from the second, the bell rang to the second Austin drank his sixth or seventh beer. I don't know. I don't count. I just assume uh, that's what Ric Flair says on weekends. He doesn't count. He used to Sims. Uh, Ryan says that he's still on the poster, but I'm not buying. It'll change. WWE's just being lazy. No. Doesn't fit my narrative. Just shut the hell up. Uh, actually, keep commenting. We appreciate you, Ryan. Alex says Vince is an old-ass man, but it was refreshing to see him in the ring. Say what you want, Alex, but and, and, and I've never got a great look at you because I've only seen you virtually. I don't mean that in some pervy way. But in a fight, I'm going to take Vince versus you. What do you think, Napper? You know the Buckeye bro better than I do. King Buckeye versus Vince McMahon in a fight. Who you got? Uh, Probably. That's a tough one. I'll take Vince. Yeah, because I was going to say, he just, he just, he knows how to survive. He's a scrapper. He's a scrappy individual. All right. So just in case, I wanted to make sure that Ryan wasn't lying to me. Cause, cause he likes to, he likes to spin things. It was great to see, uh, it was great to see Vince McMahon back in that ring and, and doing what he, he does. And that's being evil. Heart, heart, just, just, just awful. Just awful. He doesn't have a heart. It's cold and black. Of course, we've now seen he's Satan on a t-shirt. Brock Lesnar still advertised for us many backlash. I just checked, Ryan. Ha, 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 ha. All right. So then, then we can put the belt on him properly. Because he deserves every belt the company exists. All right. So, uh, Mr. McMahon back in the ring. What'd you think of it, Napper? And uh, this is where you apologize to me because you, you, especially these last few weeks when I was still insisting it was possible, you were growing steadily annoyed at my desperation. But it wasn't desperation, it turned out. It was just hope. It was faith. So, oh, ye of little faith. I wasn't. Say you. That's egregious. I was not annoyed. You're stammering like you were annoyed. (laughs) I was not annoyed. I was simply running out of hope myself. So, yes, I am ye of little faith. I apologize. But as soon as the music hit, I knew. And the world knew. That Vincent Kennedy McMahon was going to get involved. And thank God he did, because that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh, it was so great. Um, I thought the match with, again, Pat and Theory. Whew. Killed it. It, it was great. It was, it, I don't know if it was one of the best matches on the, the weekend, but it was top five. That's for sure. Um, it was incredible. Uh, Pat jumping from from the mat to top rope with like no effort at all blew my mind. He does a backflip, lands on his feet. Is like, why were you a punter? You're way better at this than a punter. Good grief! Uh, I thought it was great. Um, I will say it started to go a little long 
just a little bit. I know they were trying to tease everybody and kind of play the crowd. It did seem like it dragged on just a little bit. At least him like taking off the coat and everything. I know what he was trying to do, but it did seem like it made the segment drag on just a little bit. He could have done that, and I think... I don't know if we necessarily needed the match. I'm glad he got involved, but eh, maybe just a little shot to the back and then them start beating the crap out of Pat and you you still go home with the stunner. Snapper, I love you. I would take a bullet for you. You But you shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth. No, we needed it. Okay. I hope that wasn't the last one. Why can't he get in there? I hope that was the last stunner he takes. I don't. Because I don't know if his heart can take it. Raw turns 30 next year. They've got to get it together. <laughs> They've got to do one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's Raw fair. turns 30 next year. You know, it's going to be a banger of a celebration. Yep. And you know he's got to take one more. Here's why I think that went so horribly. The location in the ring. Oh, what, the stunner? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and the other thing, too, is the kick. Like, I don't think, we've said this before, uh, and actually, I'll throw it back to a a comment that I heard Edge make one time. Vince McMahon is strong. Very. But athletically, he's he's like a newborn cult. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. That's so accurate. Because he is. He's a little babe out there in the woods. Just, he's strong as hell. He's like, I wouldn't have, he's strong, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't throw him in a basketball game. Yeah, that's. That's that's why I said a fight. I think he beat Alex. Yeah, in an athletic competition. No, no. <laughs> but I think that's a little bit of it too. Is he probably wasn't ready? You know, I, I say not ready. He probably wasn't expecting the force of that kick, and it definitely threw him off wow. his feet. And then you got what happened. And like then he tried to improvise. Yeah, I think if you'd have just let Stone Cold save it, it looked a little better. He tried to make it up to Stone Cold, you could tell. Yeah, if he had just let Stone Cold... Because in the OG center, the first one, he screwed it up, and, and Stone Cold saves it. by almost, He almost drops him, but he doesn't. Yeah. But instead, Vince goes... Oh, you can see Vince kind of panic and go, I've screwed this all the way up! Damn it! <laughs> and so he tries to start getting away and go, get me again, get me again, and they couldn't. And then his legs, like, buckled. I hope he's okay. I'm sure he, he is. like landed on his knees. It was weird. He might have tore both quads again. That's all right. He'll be fine. But no, when people say that's got to be the last stunner he takes, Raw turns thirty next year. That's not the last stunner he's going to take. No, it's not, and it shouldn't be because people go, "Well, he's seventy six. Maybe he just screwed it up because he's not. He's been screwing up bumps for decades. It ain't got nothing to do with his age. <laughs> it's just Vince. Yeah, I think he can take the bump fine. It's just for some reason maybe the adrenaline was overflowing again. I. I don't like they did it in the corner. Like no, that was weird. The, get it to the center, like they always have. Yeah, I don't know how they could have got to that, but I don't know. You move, you you raise each other's hands or something. At, but uh, and then I think you can pull it off and do it fine. And uh, it's like everybody that's like so upset and just furious about this, as if it's some atrocity to wrestling. Grow up. Yeah. They it was hilarious. Yeah. And if you didn't laugh, I feel so sorry for you. They haven't done a stunner with each other since Raw 25. It's been nearly, it's been four years. Neither one of them has been really that yeah. physical since yeah. then. 
Number one. Number two, it's been four years since they did one. When was the last time they did one before that? It's been a while. They're just out of practice. It's just people instantly go, well, Vince is 76, so that's why he screwed it up. No, he screwed it up because he's an unathletic mother lover. Uh, I just hate when people always go, well, his age is why. No, sometimes you just screw up. I just hate the people that are like, oh, it's so stupid. I can't believe they did this. It's like, where have you been for the last, I don't know, 30 years? It was stupendous. But, uh, Did you say something, Jason? Go ahead. Go ahead. Who is saying that? This is like dumb IWC fans. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense because this is like Attitude Era, like at its best. And to be fair to Vince McMahon, he's never taken a good stunner anyway. Was it the worst he's ever taken? Yes, yes, it was. But he's never that good at it to begin with. It's not that big of a deal. It's fine. At least in the first one, the convulsing was like a little bit believable and just like he kind of sold that one a little bit better. This one he just dropped. Well, <laughs> or like he f- he didn't even drop. He just he, fell. I thought his selling, selling 